Hey everybody, what's going on? It's your girl Tiffany E of Down for the Count. And on behalf of me and my girls, Alexis and Nicole, I just wanted to give you guys a quick editor's note. Let you guys know that the audio in some parts of this video may be a little bit wonky. It may sound a little warped. It may go in and out, but it will go back to normal. So just be mindful of that. It's just one little section, about two or three minutes that does that, but it will go back to normal and you will hear pretty pristine sound afterwards. So just a little heads up, be warned. You may have to adjust your headphones. All right. I'll see you guys in the next one. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoy. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Down for the Count podcast. Um, this is going, FYI, this is probably going to be a very, very loaded episode. A lot has happened in and out of the ring this past week. But before we get into that, um, my name's Nicole, and then I'm introducing my two lovely co-hosts, um, Tiff and Alexis. How are you doing, ladies? Hi. Hi. You called me lovely. That's the best compliment I've gotten all week. <laughs> that's what. I, that's literally the only thing I'm here for. <laughs> my Leo side appreciates it greatly. Thank you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so before we get into the um into our episode, we unfortunately have um some not too great news. Um, first of all. We have a couple of condolences that we want to hand out. Um, Alexis, do you want to go with our first one? Yeah. Um, I want to dedicate this episode of Down for the Count for my friend Jason Rogers. Um, we lost him a few days ago. Um, he was only 48 years old. We still haven't figured out what caused the death. Um, but he was actually the guy who got me and my husband back into watching wrestling because I was thinking about it. And um, he would just start talking to us about it, and I turned it on, and it was cool. And um, he was actually one of the first people to support our our podcast. Um, so uh, rest in peace, Jason. I hope I get to see you in the next life, my friend, and I'm going to miss you. Make sure you tell Owen that Vince is still a dick. I'm pretty sure he already knows that. <laughs> he knows uh, right now he's probably fanboying um with all the um with all the, the wrestlers that he's loved that's that's went up to that big old wrestling ring in the sky that hopefully I'm a good enough person to go to one day when my number's drawn for that one. Jesus. But uh um this one's for you, Jason. And then, unfortunately, um, very suddenly, um, Matt Travis, um, who was a House of Glory staple, um, was involved in a hit and run yesterday evening. Like very early, was like early yesterday evening, early afternoon. Um, he was just out on his bike, and he was struck by a dump truck who made an illegal turn. Um, this is obviously was in New York, and unfortunately, um, he was pronounced dead once he reached a hospital in Harlem but um I just want to send he's really great talent he's young um amazing red actually was his trainer too he's only 26 and it's just it's really sad it's very sad did you see where Ortiz did their match at uh full gear to him yes which they won as well but um 
again, just our condolences to uh, Matt Travis, um, his family, friends, anybody who's been um, affected by that as well. So on to move on to not so sad news, depending on how you felt about Raw this weekend or this week. So how, so what did you guys think about uh, Raw this week? Uh, I think I had it on and I was, okay, so me, my husband, and our daughter were going out of town, so I was basically more worried about packing and making sure everything <clears throat> So I had it on in the background. And um, I don't remember what happened, but Lawler said one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. And I stopped packing and I looked up and I said, what did this old man just say? Well, what was, did he say? Was he, it the jumping bean thing? Yes. I'm like, did he, is he talking about jumping beans? What the fuck is he? What? Like, I don't remember that. I, I watched Law on Low anyway. So I. It, <laughs> it was just a, so stupid. And it took me out of a minute. I'm just like, see, this is why y'all are. No, no, I, I turned okay. it off. I, I they, need a fix, they need a fixed commentary, like, real bad. Yeah. So I did watch Raw. I did watch it. So, okay, the big thing from Raw this week was, of course, Lesnar showing back up and then looking for Rey Mysterio. That was the main culprit for... That was so funny to me. Oh, okay, yeah. This is the main culprit for, you know, the beginning aspects of Raw was them looking for... Um, and of course, trying to see if NXT was going to show up on Raw this week, just like they did show up on SmackDown last week. So, eventually, Lesnar was tearing up Raw, so to speak, and he tried to attack Lawler, and he said something that was really disrespectful. He said something to the effect of, um... If you, you know, if you get hurt or if you pass out or die this time, no one's going to resuscitate you or some shit like that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Paul he, said he, that. He, and I don't, I don't like Lawler. I think he's a terrible person. But at the same time, like, like that's disrespectful. To a man who buried his son last year, like, I'm surprised he didn't get up and slap the shit out of him. I don't care who the fuck you are. I don't know, but sometimes it, it, sometimes you just go too far, and you know Heyman was on a thousand, which I still haven't figured it out. You know he was calling everybody in the back bitches, and you know he he was doing a lot. He he, he was doing he, a lot, and he he, someone, he he basically said all Samoans are mutts one time, and I'm like, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah. You know, Hey, if the, uh-huh. if the Samoan people that was in the back, which the Usos, Roman, Tamina, if ain't none of them back there saying Naya, if ain't none of them back there saying nothing, and they was cool with it, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't finna fight for it. I ain't finna say nothing. That's on you. He didn't say it to the ones that related. He said it to Samoa Joe. He called Samoa Joe a mutt. Oh well, he should have whooped his ass then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because that's when it's like, okay, I really don't care about shaping. We just gonna fight. Like, like, nah, nah, fuck that. Like, you know, I'm not insulting you. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, we all know what type of sleaze ball you are. You've been that way your whole motherfucking life. So, oh, I've, I've been doing research on Mr. Heyman, and he has, you're right, Dip, he's always been a fucking scumbag, and it's disgusting. And you know what? At least Boa Joe has a neck. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Jesus. I'm never going to get to him because. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> I'm gonna finish. I promise. Oh my god. Basically, <laughs> Lesnar, Lesnar did eventually. Well, Ray found him, and he attacked him with a metal bat, which was fucking hilarious. By the way, funniest shit I had seen in a long time. Because when he tried to get up and walk to the back, that shit. Had me fucking rolling. I don't care what nobody says. That was funny. So that was the end of that segment. That was the last time you saw Ray. And it was the last time you saw Brock. And Ray basically issued a challenge to Brock Lesnar and was like, you know, Survivor Series, we going for the time to take that title from you. So it's going to be Brock Lesnar versus Ray at Survivor Series instead of the triple threat between all three champs. Now, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Sorry. So, but, other than that, that was fucking crazy. That, well, NXT did show up towards the middle. They showed up. Seth Rollins was out there telling everybody he don't know what to do no more. And then, you know, Papa Kratos came out there to kind of Get them back together. And uh, <laughs> which worked, apparently. So, you know, he was like, okay, I want to go up against Adam Cole for the NXT championship. They had that match, which let me tell you right now, that match was not even close to as good as the match between Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole. It wasn't shit compared to that match. That was one of the weakest matches I've seen in a long time. I was not interested in that in any way, shape, or form. Now, if that match had a came before Daniel Bryan's match, I still would say it was the weakest match. It just wasn't good. But look, Brian, Brian, Daniel Bryan is one of those guys... I swear to God, I'm getting a dog next time. Um, <laughs> thank you, Kat. Daniel Bryan is one of those guys. I mean, look at that match he had with Lesnar. He he could make he can make Lesnar look good. Like he can make you actually like like watch a Brock Lesnar match and you're actually paying attention and not just for the pins. Because Daniel Bryan is that damn good. And Adam Cole he is a is. wrestler too. But I agree. But is that in, in in the in Cole's defense though? Daniel dominated most of that match. He got a good spot at the end to pick up the win. But for the most part, it looked like Daniel could actually win this. And that is that is where I was like, okay, I'm invested. I want to see this to the end. With Seth and Adam Cole's match, it was like you could tell this was not not going to end well. That match ended how I expected the match with Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole to end. So, 
basically Undisputed Era came in there, attacked Seth Rollins. The roster came from the back, which was odd. It wasn't the top guys in the back. It was the OC and, you know, I hate to say it, so charge it to my head and not my heart. It was the remnants from the back, you know, like Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder and, you know, the people you don't see on a regular basis. I was like, well, where is the Street Profits? Where are the Viking Raiders? Where are your big guys? Where's KO? Where is he at? You know, they didn't come out. So I was like, okay. What else? Now, before that, they had the shit with Lana and and Lashley. Okay. And okay. then they had... Uh... <laughs> okay, hold up. Okay, hold, hold up. I, I have to, like, find something heavier to drink before we start talking about Lana and Lashley. Hang on a second. I don't think we should talk about that. I, mute, I literally muted the entire thing. I don't want... I literally did... <laughs> Okay, so what's with this bullshit now? No, basically, they continued the story. I, I was trying to skip it, but Alexis yeah. wanted to start it. We go, we go, go there. They, um, basically, <laughs> hold on, y'all. They, they came out there alluding to the fact that Bobby Lashley balls and his dick is fucked up because he was having so much sex with Lana that she okay. messed up his groin. Okay. So I was like, okay. And then <laughs> she she was like, we got somebody who could fight for you for him. They picked Drew McIntyre, which pissed me off to no end. Cause I was like Y'all could find nobody else. It had to be Drew. They got in the match. The match was okay until Rusev started winning and Lashley came down there and hit him with the crutch. That disqualified um, McIntyre and he just left. He was just like, fuck this. I don't want to have nothing to do with it. He left. They get in the ring. They fight. And then Randy Orton comes out of nowhere. RKO's Rusev, and I, I was like, okay, we, what? <laughs> there was <laughs> to say. It was just like, what are you doing? And then Ricochet came out there to save Rusev because they, you know, was beating his ass. Lana on the edge of the rope thought she could help, and when he Ricochet kicked Bobby Lashley. He kicked Lana's horse ass off the damn <laughs> her ass off the edge of the apron. She fall and, you know, bust her hip on the floor. And Bobby Lashley trying to pick her up. And they gallop their asses to the back while she got her coochie and her butt out. All you see is his cheeks underneath the dress she got on. All that's out. I'm just like, okay. And <laughs> that's how that went. And then they moved on to the match with Seth Rollins and um, well, there was a match with the Viking Raiders in there. Well, it really focused more so on the first half was about Mysterio and Lesnar. The second half was focused on the NXT people coming in. 
the OC coming in, attacking, and then tried to fight it out. It went off with everybody just fighting. Oh, also, you missed, like, one of the best um, lead-ups to a match in a while. Hmm. Um, The Becky and Shayna promo. Oh, that was so good. I did forget about that. But it oh, was good. I forgot about because that was literally the best thing that was on the show. Honestly. No surprise. And also, it's just, it should be a nod to WWE because I, I literally have not seen anything negative. And this has come from people who, who complain about WWE all the time. Just to say <laughs> shit, not just actual constructive criticism. But um, I think that goes to show them how that they don't need to have very overly elaborate um, promos. No. It was just really simple. It's just really simple, like just Becky doing a quote unquote interview and then Shayna popping up and was just like, hey girl, just letting you know I'm here. <laughs> and then like bouncing off of each other. Because Shayna was like, I just want to let you know, um, I'm not Ronda. I was like, oh, bitch. <laughs> I think, that, and that's honestly, that's the best thing that she could have said because that completely, because you know, coming obviously, like a lot of casual fans watch Raw and SmackDown, so it's not, mm-hmm. and like not to talk down to them, but it's not people who like really keep up all the time with wrestling. So it's also for the casual people who are turning in who don't know NXT, who don't watch it, and they've like obviously heard over the past like week like. This is someone who's a force for horsewoman with Rhonda. This is Rhonda's friend, but then it's setting her apart, not only to reiterate it to us, like um, normal fans, but to also for casual fans who don't watch NXT to know, okay, this girl is different. Right. Plus, it's, it's smart for Shayna not to pull herself away from Rhonda, but to blaze her own path because she's already done that. And it's, it was, Becky is like, well, you know, I took out her friend, so people always gun for me. She said, nah, no, nah, I, I ain't Rhonda. Yeah. I was like, I was like, you better hear what you she's know, saying. I think, I think Bailey's gonna win. Yep, I, I'm telling you. Bailey's telling gonna you, win. Bailey gonna win. And then Rhea's gonna take that title off of her. Mm-hmm. And she's gonna pop up on Raw. And that's gonna be that's going to be our WrestleMania, which I'd be fine with. I'd be perfectly fine with that. Ooh, but that's where I, I that's where I see it going because people are like I think Shayla. I'm like, no, Bailey's going to win that match. I'm telling you, I'm telling yeah. you, Bailey's going to win that match because them hoes are going to get too wrapped up and caught up in each other, and then mm-hmm. and just leave Bailey hanging out on the wayside. She's going to come in and just steal it. Yeah. Do you really think that they're going to have um, NXT talent go over the the main roster? They have to. Yeah, not, they have to. Not all, not all. I don't think they're going to win Survivor Series, but I think they're going to win prominent matches. Like, I think, um, I, I really do think that they're going to win the tag team one. Mm. That'd be a good one to win. I think they're going to win a tag team, and, um, 
depending on once I get a full, once we get a full scope of who's on what teams for the traditional five or five, depending mm-hmm. on who's all on those, they're going to take the one of the five by five. And I think that's all you really need. You only really need them to take like one or like two or three like big matches. Like you don't need, they just need. And again, for this is for people, casual viewers, like to see <clears throat> this is a showcase. This is right. showcasing NXT. This is a whole point of this Survivor Series and this whole build-up and lead-up to showcase NXT and show them as an actual legit third brand now because it's no longer a developmental system. Nope. It, the Performance Center is a developmental system. NXT, it's not. NXT, it's its own entity now. Excellent. So <laughs> they are showing it as its own entity, which is which is smart, but yeah. That's, I think, you have to. I think, um, yeah, I think that tag one, because I think that's an easy that's an easy one that people would understand. Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly are some of the best tag team wrestlers in the world, and they're very, very, very under, not underutilized, but they're very, what's that dumb fucking word? Underrated. When we underrated. talk about, when I feel like us wrestling fans talk about Tag teams, we mentioned the Bucks, we mentioned the Usos, um, we mentioned the Pen- um, Pentagon and Phoenix, um, mm-hmm. we mentioned the um, Von Eriks and our modern tag teams like active right now. And I feel like sometimes we skip over them because I think I because they're just so good all the time. I feel like that we kind of like forget about them because they yeah. don't ever have bad matches. They're very very good. And so that's what I'm saying. It's like, I'd be like, that's a good one for them to win. And whichever, once we find out the final bouts for the five by five, um, I think they'll take that. I rather, depending on who's on the women's team, I kind of want the women to win. I know. I really want SmackDown to win that. They, they haven't won one since before the original brand split. Raw has been winning a lot. One thing I really don't want them to do. Yeah, is, I don't think Raw. I don't think Raw is honestly going to win anything. I think they I might. I don't think they're going to win anything. I think it's going to be SmackDown NXT, which they shouldn't. They fucking win every year for no reason, especially last that's year. What I'm that was saying. stupid. That was so stupid. And I was like, they never. I think it should be a good mix between SmackDown and NXT. I think Raw should go. Shouldn't win at all. They should have won anything. Because I feel like you every year for the last what three years before that, Raw's dominated Survivor Series every time. Even when Raw led the invasions, they still won. And I was just like, so SmackDown's not gonna get anything. You're not gonna let SmackDown win nothing. It just it was just disappointing, you know? And I'm like, okay. Now you got three brands fighting. If you let Raw win again, then I fucking quit. Like you know, you ruining the. I fun can't of, see them. I can't Survivor see them series. doing that because uh, Fox will lose their shit, and I think Vince knows better. Yeah, because they're already getting trouble ratings wise. They've been doing well, okay the past couple weeks, so they're. Yeah. Raw hasn't been doing great. Yeah, Raw's been doing Smackdown. really bad, but SmackDown, especially, we'll, we'll get into it when we 
go over on SmackDown, but they did surprisingly well considered it was a UK episode. But mm-hmm. um yeah, that's pretty much it for it for Raw. Um also we'll get in a little bit into the weekly AEW. Not we probably won't go too too much into it because obviously we have um the full gear to talk about since that was yesterday. But um and just start for I watched some of it. Um, obviously, um, Cody's promo was really great. Made me care about him for about ten hours. Um, <laughs> I slept through most of those hours, but it did make me care about him a little bit. So yeah, I really I liked did. it. That was a, he did a great job with that. I did hear his promo because Nicole was telling everybody in the group chat about it, and I was like, okay, let me go on YouTube and see if I can find it. And I saw it, and I was like, damn, Cody, you ain't have to come for Chris Jericho's neck like that. But he deserved it. it. Fuck him. I kind of fucked with it, though. I was like, that's some hardcore shit. I said, I need $3 on Amazon. I had to go check. I was like, damn. Is it really $3 on Amazon? I'm about to look it up. No, I I love that quote because it's fucking true. Jericho doesn't have to wrestle anymore. He needs this generation of wrestling fans more than they need him. It's the God honest truth. Because now he just looks like a sad, pathetic old man who fronts a cover man on the weekends at Applebee's. That's all he looks like to me. I mean, it's like 2005. Oh, yeah, it is. It is $3. (laughs) What's $3? His book. <laughs> Where's my That's <laughs> canceled, by the way. I hate using that word, but I'm so done with him as a person too. Like I'm so over it. He's just fucking dumb. Just like I just don't care. Like I, and that's what like I I I don't remember if I tweeted it or I thought I tweeted it when I was watching the match. I'm like I really don't care about who wins in this match. Like it was a good match when we'll go into full gear, but I was like I just don't care for either of them. So it's just kind of like, and I hate matches like that. Mm-hmm. But feels like a former. Um, yeah, it was just, like, really good. Um, yeah, just that promo was really good on the end. And then there's also two AEW Dark episodes this week, and that made them blend in together for me. And they were so good. I was so happy. I'm like, we get two AEW Dark? We get two of the superior show? I'm all down for it. And most of the second AEW Dark was full, was women's matches. This is where they've been hiding them at. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, I I know I'm, and we'll get into this because I still love MJF, and we'll get into that in just a second. But like they had him on commentary for one of them. And, yeah, the first one. You know, and so he's good. A, he's a heel, but it's not like Corey Graves. It's not like he's. Basically, like, when any of the women came out, he was just kind of like, eh, like, you know, he was doing himself, and, like, it was that match with Allie, he's like, you don't trust somebody who smiles that too, that much, because they're always hiding something, and he wasn't going in, like, on their looks, or calling them goddesses, or whatever, and I'm just like, thank you, like, you, 
Your character. Yeah, because I don't think there's nobody in his ear telling him to say that. It's like, um, you're making this work. He was really good. So it's like, if anything happens to him, like if he gets injured or something, please, for the love of God, AEW, put him on commentary. And also, this was, I thought it was weird for him being as young. He found the niche that he was being a heel, but he was also putting them over talent-wise. Like, he was talking shit about Jimmy Havoc, but then he was talking about, well, he's actually, like, a really good actual, like, catch wrestler. Like, this is where he's trained at, but he's, like, weird. So he was, like, insulting them as, like, in character, but he was also putting over people's talents. This is throughout the whole time. I'm like, you got people who've been doing this for, like, years who don't know how to do that. True. And he's like, I love Jimmy Havoc. And I'm like, bitch, me too. He's <laughs> <laughs> such a fucking idiot. But yeah, and also um, Big Swole was featured on both those episodes. She was featured on the first one in a tag match, which um, that's my problem sometimes with AEW. They wait around too much for spots, and this is like everybody. This is like everybody. Like, they, instead of just, like, being more active, it feels like they're, like, waiting for a spot to happen. And I know mm. that's, like, very nitpicky, but it's just something that kind of takes me out of some of their matches sometimes. And that match was full of them. The big, the, the big swole match when she was in a tag team with uh, Mercedes, Mar- Mercedes Martinez, who is a fucking legend, and I love her. Um, she, there was a spot where she tagged her in and she was just standing there, and I go, what the fuck are you doing? Are, are you setting up for, like, a double team, and then the double team didn't happen? And I'm like, okay, um, is the game glitching? Like, why are you not getting out of the room? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a 2K20, a 2K20 glitch. <laughs> That, uh, that, but that, she did really good in um, her singles match. Yes. But um, also speaking on her, since we're talking about Ariel Monroe, um, it's been reported by a couple different sites. One of them was um, Ringside News, and I can't think of the name, but it's the people who broke that Shotzi was signed by um, NXT. And... Um, they were saying that she was offered a contract for AEW then and also signed it. She said that, but she's tweeted that she wasn't, but it's like, people say that all the time. Yeah. So it's like, we'll wait wait and see. Like, Shotzi Loki did it when it was reported that she got NXT and she was like, no, I did it. And then people have been asking, was asking Scarlett for like months, what is she doing? And she's like, I don't know, beating around a bush. And then someone else did that very recently. Someone else did that recently. Um, that same thing with um, Santana Ortiz when they were leaving. Like, they were like, oh, I don't know. I'm not going anywhere. I didn't get offered for AEW, even though it was floating around that that's where they were going. And they were like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Then they show up. So it's like, we'll get to we'll see. The thing, and that's why I don't believe John Morrison when he said that he wasn't offered a contract anywhere. I said, Bullshit, you're gonna show up at um, he's either I think he's either gonna show up at Survivor Series or he's gonna show up at Royal Rumble. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Royal Rumble. 
I can't be doing myself at Royal Rumble, so he can kiss he can kiss my ass. I love you, John, but shut up. Yeah, you're like I think and I think just not to go off topic, but I really think this year for well next year for Royal Rumble, they need to keep half of those slots a secret. Yeah. Like make it fun. Like I hate when they announce all the people. But it's just a random pick as to when they get in. It's like, oh god, you're taking the piss out of it. Like, because it's like it's thirty people, right? It's thirty people. Yeah. That's in it. We don't need to know more than ten people that's in there. All yeah, right, like I'll in my give opinion. you fifteen. Like I'll give you leeway. Just give me the first fifteen. Everybody else needs to be a shocker, and it needs to be somebody truly shocking. Like if you're gonna bring NXT people in it like you did when Ty Dillinger, a.k.a. Sean Spears, came in. Because I didn't know who that he was. That was great. That was cool. That was a I, great spot. I was like, okay, so this is NXT talent. When they said it, I was like, oh, cool. He gets to come in for the Royal Rumble. So I hope that they do do that if they want to bring NXT guys up. That would be great. But let's please, please, WWE, I know you listen to my shit because I keep seeing my shit coming so I know your ass is listening so don't do that shit just make the Royal Rumble half a surprise half known and then we'll be happy cause you be stealing my shit and then on that note and because we're gonna talk about AEW later I know this is gonna be the most we've talked about AEW and been like very happy about it so they should be proud of themselves actually Yes, that was a yes, round of applause. Um, so we're gonna go move into NXT. Um, uh, obviously we knew we figured there was gonna be some fallout from them attacking both uh, both rosters, SmackDown and Raw. And so obviously those on the network, I believe. Then they tweeted it out um, before the show even started. Undisputed Era were walking down, do um attempting to do a promo, and then they were attacked from behind by OC, and they were literally just taken out for basically almost, basically the entire show. Like, they laid them out. And it was, and then they popped up in the beginning of the show. And the funny thing is, these, um, OC as a collection are some of the very, very few people who have skipped NXT mm-hmm. when they were signed. So I just thought that was really, it was just like a really cool, like full circle thing. Like people who did not have to go to NXT, sort mm-hmm. of. I feel like hindsight, um, Gallows Anderson probably should have went to NXT, but then I kind of, at this point, it don't matter. Like they're finally getting getting their just dues and AJ's way way too big. And I I'm the same thing with Finn. Finn Loki shouldn't have been but he he kinda needed to. I don't know, it's a thing. But anyway, um they got the ring talk shit. Um Champa Champa came down. That daddy's home chant is kinda weird to me. I know you full sale people like it, but it's just kinda I don't know, it kinda just kinda weirds me out. I don't know. I just kind of don't like it. I love Champa. I just don't like it. It's weird. Um, <laughs> but um, 
but for the main event, it was going to be a six-person tag. It was OC with um, Keith Lee and Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, and Champa. I could not think of Matt Riddle's name for some reason. But um, but also, it's like the first match that we had was a match of who does Nicole want to spend a night with more between <laughs> Pete Dunne and Damian Priest. <laughs> I don't know. Damian, Damian Priest is a very good looking man. I will. I know. We'll say that. So he he's kind of got to nice the other one the other night. Not, I, I'm not, I'm I not, probably would have just like lit in a ring and just like laid down. <laughs> you're Tommy Dreamer. You're hardcore. You'll do them both. <laughs> yeah, I was just like laid down. At least I'm giving but, him a break. Um, <laughs> but done. But he actually picked up the win. Oh, Pete won. Yes. Oh. So okay. hopefully, I kind of think that hopefully they might have a little bit of a series like. Um, Dijakovic and Keith Lee because they work really well together. Like that match was really good. Their first one was good too. Didn't but... Killian Dane attack? Yeah, I forget about him though. He's he kind of creeps me out too. He's too hairy. <laughs> so I block him out sometimes. <laughs> and also that wasn't like important to me. The important thing is the ladies are already cutting up for um, what's the stupid thing? It's not War stupid. Game. I'm going. War games. War games. There we go. I can't think today, guys. I'm very sorry. <laughs> so, on WWE The Bump, if you don't watch The Bump, you should. It's really funny. Um, it's a morning show on, it shows, it's on YouTube, and it's also, like, a live, but, and it's on the network. It's fucking hilarious. Comes on, um, like, super early on Wednesday mornings. I usually watch it um, by the time I, like, get up, I usually watch while I'm, like, um, making breakfast and eating and stuff, but it's this hilarious show. I have Kayla Braxton's the host, um, and then there's, like, a bunch of, like, guys in there, but, um, they had Shayna and, Shayna and Ripley on there, because they're the team captains, and they announced their first three people each, so, um, Rhea picked... Tegan Knox and Candice LeRae and Shayna Baszler picked Bianca Belair and Io Shirai and a couple pe- and then so they were and this also was talked about a little bit it wasn't really talked about NXT it was really talked about on the bump they were like okay why wouldn't you pick Jessamine and Marina and which I thought this was a very smart thing with Shayna and she's like why would I she's like they're my friends no matter what she's like I'd rather have just pick like a team and have them on the outside in case shit goes down, which is smart. That is some guerrilla warfare tactics. Yeah, that's very smart because when you think about it, because you know, if those those people, those are your homegirls, they know it's like, okay, y'all got to be out here just in case something pops off. Mm -hmm. Who's to say, like, I mean, just going off the story. Io Shirai and Bianca aren't gonna fight for her in there. They're really not fighting for her in there to begin with. They, they don't like just fighting just to fight. Facts. Oh, yeah. And Shayna, that not Shayna, but Rhea is getting an opportunity and they want the opportunity. So. 
So we had our first um, women's match of the night, and it was Tainara Conti and Santana Garrett. They newbies? Um, it was, that was like the weirdest pace match I've seen in like a really long time on NXT. I didn't see it, but everybody on social media was touting that shit up like it was the greatest thing since my It was, I mean, it wasn't hor. it wasn't like horrible, but it wasn't like, it wasn't really good either. It was just, they had some good spots, but some of it was just like really weird. It was just like the slow it was just, I don't know, it was just, I don't know, it was a very strange match, but. Just to add a note here, there should be no excuse why a women's match should be slow. Like, not even, I'm, I know she's not a big, we're not big fans of her, but even Gail Kim and Awesome Kong, when they had their feud back in the day on TNA, um, they still had, like, I was watching it. Like, Kong, like, Gail was keeping up with Kong, she was, she was you know, trying to do everything she could to get that the, you know, I'm gonna steal a line from t- chopping the tree, the limbs off the tree, or whatever. She was. I mean, there, there's no excuse why a women's match needs to be that sluggish. Um, I don't know. Like it could have been the fact that um, Taya's opponent hadn't been on TV before. I've never seen that woman before, and I didn't know who she was. Um, so I was when I saw the clips on Instagram, I was just like, okay, the clips only show you know, Taya's big points in the match. So I was just looking at it like, all right, I guess she had a decent match. I mean, they were acting like, they were like, finally, Taya got a win. She picked up a win. She not putting nobody over. And I was like, okay, well, good for Taya. But it was like, she did great in this match. It was awesome. I was like, okay. But I didn't get to see it. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what was the hype behind it? Why was everybody so amped for it? Were the indie darlings? Yeah, it was just it wasn't that good. It wasn't really a good match at all, honestly. But it wasn't like horrible. But um, besides what? that, which funnily enough, we had um, Dakota Kai versus Shayna Baszler because on the bump, everybody was talking about how neither team person wanted to pick. Um, Dakota Kai for some reason because they thought she was soft but I'm like only one of her knees don't work I was like Tia Knox got robot knees so (laughs) that's no offense to Tia no but I'm being serious like they're going that by this on warfare you're gonna take someone who has both both legs is messed up instead of one person who's got one messed up like like that that doesn't make like storyline wise it doesn't make sense to me if they're going that way I don't understand. I would have thought Tegan would have been the one on the outside looking in. Because most people know Dakota. I didn't know who Tegan Knox was, gonna be honest. Didn't realize who she was until they started a while back at NXT. They started talking about her and showing what happened to her. But I didn't have no clue after this year. So I thought they were put Dakota. And when I did, I was a, was a little shocked by it. Just repeat everything you just said because I lost you for a yeah. second. Okay, hold on a second. But right. I, I don't. I didn't know who Tegan was. I had no clue. 
So I was assuming they were going to pick Dakota. So I was a little shocked by the fact that they bypassed Dakota and picked Tegan. I don't know the backstory. I don't know if Tegan seems to be better than Dakota. But to me, the obvious choice was to pick Dakota. That was just my deal. Yeah, so they had the had the uh, match, and it was actually pretty good. Obviously, Shayna won, uh, put Dakota in the clutch. Um, everybody starts running from the back again because they're probably going to do this every every week until they have Survivor Series. So everyone's the the War Games War Games ponies all run out and start beating each other up. Mia Yim pops up and just starts wailing on. Um, Bianca and Io Shirai with the kendo stick and in an interview afterwards um, Rhea Ripley picked Mia Yim as her as a fourth person and then she like kind of went her reasoning she picked Candace because she said Candace Candace is scrappy and she will do anything that she can to keep going and she's not going to give up the reason she picked Tegan and she said she wasn't sure of her first is because she was the one who was with her on SmackDown and obviously like they beat up Fire and Desire so she said she earned respect from her. So that's so why she picked her. And then she picked um, Mia Yim because she was like, you know, use a bad bitch. Like, I respect you. She was like, you're gonna, she's like, you're gonna pop off, and then she just like turned to Dakota and she was like, I'm oh, sorry, you're just not, you don't got what it takes for this. And then Dakota like ran off kind of upset. So there's been like speculation at thinking maybe she's gonna do like a heel turn and pop up on Shayna's team. Maybe. Which she could be. I don't know. I think they should have just got Kaylee Ray from um, NXT. How are you liking the podcast so far? I hope you guys are enjoying it. If you have a topic that you think we should be discussing on Down for the Cow, don't hesitate to contact us. You can send us a voice message right here on the Anchor app, or you can hit us up on social media. Our Instagram is at D4TC underscore podcast. Our Twitter is at Down for the Count 19. And we'll be looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll let you get back to the podcast. Next to UK as another heel to have her get some visibility. Hmm. They need to that pick some. Cool. I'm hoping they at least pick uh, one or two. Uh, at least think they should pick a couple. You. K talents for the Survivor Series match because I feel like that'd be that'd be a fucking waste. Um, probably won't be Walter because he ain't gonna come over here. Um, he's not. <laughs> um, they will have to throw some bags at him. But yeah, he's always said that from jump. He he ain't trying to move to um, America. Okay, but, but I don't blame Walter either. You stay where you at. Can someone explain why Mia Yim gets so much shit online? Okay. For no reason. I don't get it, honestly. I remember her 
from TNA as a part of the dollhouse, which I don't remember her being in that because when I used to click back and forth, I do remember seeing them. She probably was in the group, but I don't remember her specifically. She was a character named Jade. And it was just like, she was awesome as Jade, but this new character just isn't her. I had to school somebody on my page for that shit. And I was just like, look, you're extremely biased about Mia. And you're biased because you have an idea of what she should be. And anything outside of that, you consider it to be fake or unreal. And I'm like, that's just not true. I'm like, that dollhouse gimmick is what you know her as. But this is her persona. This is where she came from. This is a part of who she is. So I'm like, maybe you should, first of all, check yourself. Because it's you, not her. And then look at Mia through a different lens. Because you just keep touting this bullshit about her being fake. And I'm like, well, if that's the case, then all wrestlers are fake. Because... They're not their persona. It's something they've created. It's a character. So <laughs> maybe you could say she's not acting it well. She is not coming across well to you. At the same time, to call her fake or to call her a fake gangster is a little fucked up. Well, isn't she... I know she's um, of Asian descent, but isn't she like with something else, though? Yeah, she's African American. Yeah, she's, she's black and Asian. Okay, I, I mean, I think, I think that's our friend, our friend Katrina said something too. Like, this is how she grew up. So I don't know why everyone's saying she's playing a character that she can't do. A lot of people say that, but it's because of their own bias. It's not me. It's them. If you, it's like, um, that and. Tay made a good point. It's funny how crime time wasn't a problem, but me and Yim and her character is a problem. It's funny how John Cena wasn't a problem because if you can slice it, you can dice it however you want, but there were black people in the back who could have done John Cena's character, probably have done it better. John did not have to be a rapper. He was asked, hey, we need a rapper. We want you to do it. She was like, I don't really know how to rap, but I'll try. And he was able to take on the persona. Okay. If you're going to go on that route, then John Cena is just as much of a cultural appropriator as Mia Yim is, if you're going to go there. But they don't go after John like that. They praise him. He's the doctor of thugonomics. So what's good for the goose ain't good for the gander, it appears. Okay. That makes sense. It is. It's just stupid, but um, and just we'll just finish up with NXT. Um, Tony Nese and Angel Garza had a match for number one contender for the Cruiserweight Championship, which um, Angel Garza won. So he'll be oh, challenging. He yeah, really happy he won. I really I like Tony Nese too, but um, I don't know. I like both of them, so I would have been okay with both of them. But Tony Nese has already been Cruiserweight Champion. So yeah. I wasn't too pressed about him um, not winning. But Angel will be challenging um, Leo Rush for the Cruiserweight Championship. I'm the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. 
which I'm assuming will be at Survivor Series because that'll probably be the pre-show match. Yeah. Because they need to fill out that pre-show card. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also um, a match with um, Isaiah Swerve, Swerve Scott, and Dijakovic. Both really good wrestlers. Great match. Um, I'm glad that Isaiah has been getting used, slowly getting used more and more on TV. Mm-hmm. Because he was show like showed with um, Breezango, and then he's been on 205 qu- quite frequently. He was um, on SmackDown with the NXT Invasion, um, and then he's uh, yeah, then he's been on sh- a bit on NXT TV for the next couple um, for the last couple weeks. So I'm just really glad he's getting he's getting used, and he did this fucking crazy ass spot. But he's he's just he's great. And I want him to get used way more. I love him so much. Obviously. I do. I just love his vibe. He's just like. He's just like real cool. And he's like super fucking athletic. Um, he's just a fucking beast. He's so good. Then at the main <laughs> event. Um, I really didn't care about anything that was going on with it. I was just waiting for something to happen, which did. So um, Undisputed Era fi- finally woke up from their naps after two hours. <laughs> it ran and disrupted the match. Um, first, um, Adam attacked um, Adam attacked AJ. Then he attacked um, Champa, kicking him in the back of the head, which I think they need to be more careful with, just my opinion. Um, yeah. But then and, um, Adam ended up getting taken out again by AJ. And then um, Finn ended up taking out Matt Riddle on the... What is that thing? On the ramp. What the... On his own brand? I think he's at the point where he just don't care anybody can get these hands. <laughs> But yeah, he did. Um, he did a um, bloody Sunday. I think that's what they're calling it. I don't think I don't. I don't think they're. Oh no, they're calling it the 1916. Still, it's a bloody yeah. Sunday to me. Still, I don't care what you say. Um, <laughs> yeah, took him out, and then AJ obviously did the too sweet, which Finn responded with doing the guns. So I don't know if that's going to be like a thing. Is that what everybody was talking about? Yes. Because I was so confused. I was like, well, isn't that their, their insignia? Isn't that what they do? Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things, like, obviously, like, if you're, like, like a Bullet Club fan and, like, the fans of them on from Japan, like, you fucking marked out to it. I know I did. I, like, screamed when I saw it. <laughs> but... Is not, but again, it's not something like people who weren't really familiar with that New Japan during that time or New Japan in general would like be like, okay, like cool, whatever. But that's something like obviously like we freaked out about. Actually, a lot happened in NXT. That was a lot going on. That was too much. <laughs> My thing with with NXT, um, with the whole Survivor Series thing, because I know. Um, Papa Kratos there was trying to recruit Seth back to um, the NXT side. So that's what I'm are they going to start doing to like all the people now who came up from NXT? They're going to be like, well, remember where you came from, blah, blah, blah. 
No, I, I think it's only going to be for certain people. I think it was just for Seth. Okay. Um, I I felt like SmackDown should have invaded NXT. Somebody from SmackDown should have been on NXT Wednesday. I was very confused as to why nobody did anything from SmackDown. It was just like, okay. Especially Carmella and Dana. Right. Like, no women did anything. Nobody did nothing. And I was just like, okay, what the fuck, bro? Like, unless they're saving it for either this week or next week. But somebody from SmackDown need to show up because this makes no sense. I said, they whooped y'all asses. And everybody's right. just sitting at home. Like, just going about their business. I'm like, y'all really, y'all really gonna let them come on y'all show when most of y'all not there. The women on the roster got beat the fuck down. And then the only guy, the only guy that was left did everything in his power to beat him. And they still got their ass whooped. And I'm like, and now the whole week goes by and y'all ain't finna do shit. Y'all just gonna let the show go on like I'm like y'all some punk ass bitches for this. <laughs> so I'm hoping they probably drag it out, and that's what I'm saying. And I know I don't know obviously like Velveteen's off of TV because he's had a back injury, and yeah. I don't he'd be perfect for Survivor Series for this. So I'm hoping that he's like okay because he thrived in this. Yeah. I was thinking if he's okay, he would be that fourth member on Champa's team because Champa's only got Riddle and Keith Lee. So I guess we'll wait and see. Yeah, hopefully he's a fourth person. And if he's also well enough, um, I'm hoping he's on the traditional five on five team as well. We're going to touch a little bit on Impact. Um, guess who finally watched it this week? There we go. <laughs> To get um, so, what did you think of Impact this week? For the most part, it was good. Um, I did like, um, let me see if I can remember, because I have to learn names. But I think it was Moose, and I can't think of the other guy's name. But he reminds me of like a really, really big version of Rich Swan. Willie Mack. Uh, that's his name. Thank you. He was, they had their first match. I, I get the appeal of Moose, but I, I, I don't like him. So <laughs> I was He's like, an okay. asshole, so it's okay to not like him. Yeah, I don't, I don't like him. So I, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I want Willie Mack to win. They had good spots though. Um, the match itself was decent. Then when they moved into the back area, they started in with the Ace Austin story. Basically, I like the fact that they recapped everything and then you were able to start watching Impact. I thought that was kind of cool. And um, the Ace Austin story is what really took me out. So <laughs> I was sitting watching it and I was like, I fucking hate Nicole for this. <laughs> Honestly, you literally got to watch the end of the storyline. I've had to watch that for at, at least two months. Oh God, I wish yeah, you, you finally sorry, you just watched the payoff. No, that shit. 
Okay, Alicia Edwards is her name, correct? Alyssa Edwards. Alyssa Edwards, okay. Melissa so, Edwards. Uh, yeah, Alyssa Edwards. I'm thinking about Melissa Santos. Alyssa Edwards, yes. Okay, she comes across as very naive and, and touched because I, I just didn't understand how you go from being married to a person. Now, okay, listeners, bear with me because you're not thinking outside of K-Fate. We have to think the storyline we're being presented to us is real. So logic tells me that this is your husband. Eddie Edwards is your husband. And you guys are married. This man doesn't know your husband. All he wants is the title, which you know this. You're clear on that. And the first thing you can think of is, I got to believe whatever he tells me, because he wouldn't lie to me. Not the fact that your husband is standing there as the champion, and he's with you, he loves you, he's not lying. No, this outsider looking like a shade Vulcan is telling you your husband is cheating on you. He's a liar. And that's like, I got to believe you. Then he loses the title to this dude. And he, he comes to you and says, hey, I put Eddie behind me. You need to do the same. Let's go to dinner. Okay, sure. Bitch, what? 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 What just happened? And then you go in the back, talk to one of your friends. Your friend says, hey, Ace is over here. You go back there, you hear, Ace is like, I've been banging her out, you know, this whole time. But I'm going to do it for a final time, you know, because I already got one I wanted. And it's like, light bulb, he was using me. Yes, you dumb bitch. Yes, yes. Girl. <laughs> I was like, I swear, all my life, I've never seen anything so stupid. But then I had to think about it, and I was like, yes, I have. It's happening right now in WWE with Lana and Bruce. <laughs> I was like, okay, Impact, I'm going to have to at least, at least it makes sense. I will give them that. It makes sense from a standpoint of he done got in her head and uh, broke down the dynamic of their relationship and caused havoc amongst them. That, in turn, cost Eddie Edwards to lose focus. He lost the title. So he pretty much just dismantled him as a wrestler, and he took him out as a husband to her, which I was like, okay, that makes sense. Then you get to this last part where she sets him up in the hotel room. I thought that was fucking hilarious. I watched this man get undressed. It took him a long time. Well... <laughs> I said that. I felt like that was a very, very strange amount of time that it took for him to get undressed. It was just way too long. I was like, yeah. come on, shit. Get your clothes on. Let's go. <laughs> you had to get in the van. You know, then he forgot. He, like, you know, got to get these socks off. Got to have some traction. So <laughs> And this dumbass put the blindfold on. They tried to whoop his ass in the room. I don't. His his. I don't 
don't know if his wife can wrestle or not. To be honest, I don't care. But she's, she's terrible um, with that. She's sassy. What's her name on? Wow. Oh, what? Sassy, what's her name? The one she, the one that's from Bot. She always, she wears like not the rave gear, but she always has on that red hat and wears like the cheetah singlet. That's her. No way. Yeah, that's her. She sucks. (laughs) Anyway. She's just exploding. I cannot. She she completely missed him with the Kindle stick on the bed. She didn't catch him until he was about to get out the door. The best spot she had was when she put her foot on his nutsack. She ain't put enough pressure for me. But she did do that. And I was just like, okay. Then her husband was like, you know, no, 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 stop. Then they started making out in the hallway, and I said, I know you fucking lying. I know y'all ain't. So I'm like, all is forgiven. This bitch pretty much was believing everything that this motherfucker was saying. Left your ass to the wayside. Was about to go on a date with this nigga. And you just like, oh, all is forgiven. You love me, and I love you. I'm like, you know what? I feel bad for Nicole that she had to watch this <laughs> from the beginning. Yeah, yeah I literally watched it from the beginning of this. So it's whatever. It's at least it's done. At least it's done. Please God, let it be done. Now I did watch the rest of it. I watched how Sammy Callahan was pretty much um getting on everybody's fucking nerves because he's the new champion of Impact. And I was like, yeah, he has the power to do that. Um, Like, I like him and I want to slam him up against him. And I was just like, I don't know what to do. They were in the locker room and they had a case of, you know, celebrating shit. They had already, you know, messed with, um, what's his name? Tommy Dreamer. And they was calling him mm-hmm. fat. And I was like, Sammy Callahan, you um, you about two pieces pieces from being Tommy Dreamer. I don't know how you gonna call him fat. I say, are you I what? roll I roll with Sammy Callahan, like I like him, but you start insulting uh one of my legends that I grew up watching and you were you didn't get your ass whooped. Well his O V E crew and him Okay, they said Tommy Dreamer was a fat ass, and I was just like, your ass ain't too far behind Tommy Dreamer, so you shouldn't, you shouldn't be calling out and throwing stones when you live in a glass house, okay? Don't do that, oh, all right? It's the reason why you don't wrestle with your shirt on, okay? Let's just, let's just keep it real. <laughs> but I didn't get to see the end because for whatever reason, Sling decided to, you know, malfunction. So the end, every time I try to watch the end of it, it cuts off. I'm like, all right, son of a bitch. I didn't get to see if anybody came out. And they didn't announce on Implant Plus that there was going to be 
a rematch between the machine and Sammy Callahan. Um, yes. They also there's supposed to be some other matches on Impact Plus. And I was like, okay, cool. I never seen the machine. I saw the clips from their match at uh was it last week? Yeah. They were inside yeah, of the steel. Before. No, it was a week before. It was like two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago. Okay. They were in a steel cage. I saw the clips from that. I've never seen a dude before. I was like, that is a big ass dude. So <laughs> he's in um, he was in Lucha Underground. Yeah, he was on um, Jeremiah Crow. No. Well, no, they were both in Lucha Underground. Never mind. I'm sorry. Harley's still sick, so I got one ear listening to her and then other ear listening to you guys. I haven't... The last time I watched Lucha Underground was... I haven't watched Lucha Underground. I, I didn't watch it when it was on. I've only seen one or two episodes, and at that time... I was in and out of it. I did see some of it, but I didn't watch all of it. I only know the match you sent me with Sexy Star and, what's her name? Mariposa? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've seen that. I saw, when Ray was there, I saw a couple of things with him, but it was just like little spots. So I wouldn't know who he is, if, even if you, you know, lined him up and told me I had to pick him out. I wouldn't have no clue. So I was just like, I've never seen this dude before. But I was um I was watching that and I was like, okay, so they're gonna do that. I did have Taya Valkyrie, I think that's her name, and um uh Madison. Is her name Madison Ray? Yeah. She had a tutu and a and a Tiara on her head. You know, there there gets to be a certain point when you're when you reach a certain age that maybe you shouldn't be wearing tutus and a tiara for wrestling gear. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird. It's just too much. And she's from Ohio, so it's like, girl, come on. Everybody. She actually she's from Columbus. <laughs> So it's a, maybe a Columbus thing. So I don't know. Maybe we should ask Alexa Bliss about it, too. Oh, girl. No, it's true. It's facts. She did it, too, in NXT. Then she okay. kind of came into her own. She still wear tutus. They're just, you know, stupid looking. So, yes, that's Tiny Ty Valkyrie's um, assistant, Johnny Bravo. Uh, I was I was just confused by the dog. <laughs> well, she has a real dog that he would like. She would make him like like pull around on a leash. So she, I don't think she probably wanted her actual dog on there. It was fun. I thought it was funny. But... I was just like, who, who, why, why, why this lady got her dog? <laughs> I just didn't understand it. And I was like, okay, it's a toy. But he was trying to make it look like it was real. So he was <laughs> shaking the leash so the dog would kind of walk down. <laughs> it's stupid. It was so funny. <laughs> I just like, I just, oh, you're going all the way in. Okay. <laughs> love it when Tiff sent, sent that thing. She's like, is this Rosemary? 
is this who you like so much? I'm like, yeah, that's Rosemary. That's my demon mom. And she goes, good lord, no. (laughs) No, because the Rosemary I remember didn't have a scar on her face like that. So the Rosemary I saw was painted, but she didn't look like that. So I didn't know. She wore pigtails at that time. And her her character glow up has just been great to see. If I recall, she was in that group Decay. Yes. Where she was like fitting shit in people's mouths. And it was like, I was some motherfucking (laughs) Rick and Morty shit. Like, have you ever seen that episode of Rick and Morty where the aliens was taking people over by spitting that shit in their mouth? If you've never seen it, I've seen that. If you've never seen it and you you don't know what I'm talking about, it's it's an episode called Unity. And um, Unity is an entity of her own. And she took over this whole fucking planet of cone nips and um, (laughs) cone nip aliens and what is it? Um, Target nip aliens? Yeah, it was so weird. (laughs) They distinguished themselves by that. And she she just took them over, and they was living in harmony. But she controlled everybody, and the way she did it was she would they would throw up in each other's mouths. And I remember Rosemary doing that. I remember it. It freaked me out, which is why I didn't. I stopped watching Impact. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, Nelly, like calm the fuck down, bro. Don't don't, don't do that. So yeah. But it was good. I'm not going to lie. I was entertained. So it's not a problem. I just was like, I fucking hate Nicole for making me watch this part. <laughs> but I I got some laughs out of it, so it was cool. I enjoyed it. I just wish I would have been able to see what happened at the end. Because Sally Callahan and OVE were in the ring, and they pretty much were talking, and then my TV just cut out. It looked like they was calling somebody out. Or, you know, just basically they all came out like Tommy Dreamer came out and it was just like it was just a big ass fight and it turned into match. I know OVE lost. I forgot who pinned them. I Rich Swan pinned someone. It's because um Tommy I don't remember if it was Sammy or if it was Jake Chris, but he pinned somebody and they won. I think he pinned Sammy because Tessa came out with Dreamer. And um, Tessa got involved, and of course Tessa Blanchard is a bad bitch, and uh, she she was the one who kind of was like the turning stone for him. I I fucking love Tessa Blanchard. There's like, oh like oh sorry sorry I was burping. No keep going. That's, that's pretty much my declaration of love to Tessa Blanchard. I I just fucking love her, and if she ever wanted to smack me around, I would so let her. <laughs> that is so messed up. That comment didn't even come from me. <laughs> Speaking of Tesla, really quick, and then we can move on to um, full gear. But oh, not actually. Oh, not full gear. We need to talk about SmackDown really quick. But um, there was their Twitch event because they always have shit for Twitch. Well, I don't understand Twitch. That's like the one old person thing like I don't get is Twitch. But um, there's like a small clip of um, what's her name? Tessa coming out. And obviously after the whole after the match, 
and she's holding the title. And I'm like, oh, just let her have it for Christ's sakes. Yes. And then you but, keep, um, if you keep building it up, it's saying, oh, it's just a Blanchard. She could break, break this and break that and break glass ceilings. And I'm like, then just give her the fucking belt. She doesn't yeah, even have let to her fucking that do long. it. Jesus. But uh, so we had SmackDown Live. Um, what is for me? That's the problem. I hate when they go for the UK shows. It's you. You get the spoilers before the show even comes on. Yeah. Which I didn't realize until I was so mad. Someone posted a picture of the new day, and it was like no context. And I was like, "Yeah, you're fucking kidding me." I hate when they did that. Like they ruined. And then there was no reason to watch SmackDown because you already know. But the funny thing is, the ratings was like overly high. It was like two point three million something. I'm like, the whole show was spoiled. The aftermath of NXT invading SmackDown, people went to see what SmackDown was going to do. Or if they were going to go back to SmackDown and do something else. So I think that had a lot to do with it. I, I don't know. Like The I episode was good, so that's why I was so pissed it was spoiled. It was a good freaking episode. That's why I was so mad about it. Well, now everyone's basically saying, you know, well, now the Revival had the tag tag house. Like, I kept forgetting that the Revival were SmackDown tag team champs. No no offense, but they they have lost so much of their appeal to me. And um, I'm just like, you know what? If you guys are going to go, go. Because I think they only give you those belts to keep you there. I don't know why. I mean, I'm not... I'm not shading their revival. I think that they're good, and I think they provide a healthy balance between all the high flying and, um, you know, the shit you get with like the Usos and the Ricochets and all of that. But at the same time, their personas aren't that appealing to people either. Heel or face, they will resonate with somebody older, and. I, I don't have no feeling toward the revival at all at this point. I severely disliked them in the beginning. But um, now I'm just like, uh, okay, well, y'all not champions. Cool. Whatever. <laughs> I just don't. It's no shade to them. But if they want to go to AEW or you want to move on to Impact or go to New, New Japan or whatever you want to do, that's fine. But I I don't care. I just don't. And that, that's messed up. It sounds bad, but I just I never cared for the revival. So it didn't matter to me whether they stayed or left in the first place. It just seems like their power play didn't work out in their favor. Because they're the ones who were like, we're leaving, we're done with this, we need to be on TV. And then WWE got scared and gave them the title. Well, you got what you wanted, so... Now what? I lost respect for the revival because I, I was watching it with my dad and I'm like, yeah, you would really like these guys and they're, you know, they're very old. Like, cause my dad's very old school when it comes to wrestling, so I'd be like, oh, you, you would really like these guys and you know, they're really cool. And um, unfortunately, I picked that night that that's the night where they had itching powder put down their shit from the research. So here's this grown ass man dragging his ass around the ring and my dad's like. 
are you sure these are the guys I would like? I'd be like, usually don't do this kind of crap. My dad's not really, he's not very big into like flashy wrestlers. He likes old school ground and pound guys. And um, that's why I'd be like, okay, dad, you would really like the revival. And then they did that shit. And I was like, you know what? We're just going to turn wrestling off because I I can't make this argument anymore. No, 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 no. But yeah, I mean, SmackDown was pretty much everything was ruined, even the Shayna Baszler, like, that was ruined too, and I'm like, why the fuck do you guys put this up? Like, do you just get off on on posting spoilers for people, you fucking assholes? (laughs) I hate it. That's why I hate it when they go out of the country, like, to the UK or Canada, because there's always spoilers, and I'm like, well, fuck, you know? I got nothing else to do on a Friday night. I was going to watch SmackDown, but can't go anywhere on Instagram without shit popping up. So it's like, fuck me. Yeah. It's, it's like, what's the point? You know, because y'all going to tell us everything. But the only way you can do that is just avoid, avoid social media. <laughs> I didn't even know they were over in the UK. That's, I didn't even know that. And then like, Everyone's posting Sasha's new theme, which I really don't care for it. I like it. Fuck it. Everyone else hates me because I don't think Sasha Banks is the greatest thing since sliced bread. But I think it's like her entrance, like her coming out, it's not timed very well. But it's like at least six people on my Instagram feed were like, yeah, she got a new theme song. And I'm like, nothing sacred to you. I'm glad because honestly, she should have got that theme song like when she came back. Agreed. So it's over, and I'm one of the people, I hate it, I hate, I hate it, I hate, 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 hate it, I always hated her theme, and I know I'm very, like, one of, like, the negative 2%, but I've always hated her theme, I hated hers, there's someone else's who I fucking hate, I can't, it'll come to me eventually, I hate Roman Reigns's, I think Roman's is awful, too. Um, I don't like that. Gave him the Shields entrance. Yeah. <laughs> it was like we don't need to get you a new one. Just take the Shields. And I don't like the Shield. I didn't like the Shields music either, so I thought it was awful. Um, I don't like Seth either. I only like the burn it down part, and I hate the rest of it. Um, yeah, actually, yeah, there's quite a few, but yeah, Sasha. Sasha was one of the ones, and I was like, I like this a lot more. It's more edgy. Yeah. It fits. But <laughs> probably probably should have been her character but i'm not gonna go into it i was like this is good and also in my opinion we don't have there isn't enough like like hard like rap rap in it like there's hip-hop like they did like they'll have some people who have like hip-hop songs like like leo rushes and ali's and stuff but there's no like rap like the ones making the songs like keith lee did his own intro right yes yeah and then leo does his if i recall so anybody else like there was a time where there were artists who were selected to do people's intros I, I like the fact that it is it's like that it's a little bit edgier it's it's remixed it, like you know in hip-hop music you would call it like i think they should have went more chopped and screwed with it 
but I like it nonetheless. It should have been done after she made the surprising return as, um, after SummerSlam that next week they should have debuted that new music. I don't understand why they debuted it overseas, but whatever. Um, it could have been a clearance thing for Snoop, like, I want to be paid for my music, which I don't blame him. You know, whatever. So, if you don't like it, that's fine. And I'm not going to hate you because you don't like something. And Sasha's not your cup of tea, which is very clear. He's made that very clear. But <laughs> it's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Um, I don't really like Lacey's thing, but it fits her. I don't like Lacey's thing music. Blasphemy. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it. I don't like Lacey's theme music. I don't like Natalia's theme music, but it fits them. So you have to go for you, Alexis, because Sasha's not your cup of tea. You would have to remove your personal feelings and just go, okay, does this fit the character that she's trying to portray? And you would have to say, yeah, that's as close to the character she should be because she should come out as like, a boss ass bitch, but she's not coming across that way. That's on her <laughs> and how she's portraying her character. But I do think that the music fits her. I just I don't I don't like a lot of people's music. Like I genuinely don't like the rock theme music, but it's it's such an indicator of who he was to the WWE and the the way that it comes on when he comes out. You can't not not have that theme. But yeah, there was a lot of people I music I absolutely detested. I'll probably do we'll probably do a top five episode about theme music. You um, know, I, I this will this will make y'all go what the fuck. But like you know who is like my like uh guilty pleasure of theme songs and you guys are gonna be like what the fuck? <laughs> um Bailey's old entrance song. I don't know what it is. I'm in a bad mood. I put that shit on. The next thing you know, I'm dancing around my house. Like, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't like it at all. I hated it. I hated it. Cool. I liked it. I hated it so much. So, yeah, but a person. Yeah, it was just that. Just a SmackDown was good, but nothing like too crazy happened. Um, Shayna popped up again, which was. Which was funny because I was like, they just flew her out, out there uh, just yeah, to pop up her. on um on what's her name on Bailey. I don't know why I called her what's her name. Um, also Imperium showed up, which you guys know I love Imperium because that's that's like one of the styles of wrestling like that I really really gravitate towards, or that's what I really enjoy watching a lot, especially that strong style that old school european wrestling that's that's like obviously like what i enjoy like adrian streets like back in the day and all that like that's what i some of the wrestling i really enjoy so i love imperium i want those track suits <laughs> if wwe shop could you please please put it on the wwe shop by mania i would really appreciate that can we all go just agree that on SmackDown, Baron Corbin's promo was the most fucking cringiest thing I've ever had to sit through in the last month of wrestling? 
I was so happy that got spoiled because I have so many people who are like literally don't even watch it. So I muted that and I just went about my business and I came back and he was done. I was sitting like, was he really talking about how small Roman Reigns' balls was? Yeah, yes. it was it was fucking weird. Yeah, it I'm was, like, wow, it was you too actually much. sat and thought about this nigga's balls. He yeah. was like, you think he was gonna neuter him? And then he had like dog poop bags, and I'm like, this is the most. I mean, like, I know I'm cringy because I listen, I listen back to what I say on some of this shit, and I'm like, oh, why the fuck did I say that? Like, what the? Fuck? He had dog poop bags. He had like fucking dog bags, like things that you use to clean up after your dog. When and you know when it shits outside, like you're walking it or whatever, he's like, "Y'all are gonna to scrape up Roman Reigns," and I'm like, "You're a grown ass man, dressing like Game of Thrones character." Okay, now I have to watch it so I can post my reaction to it because no, 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 you don't waste your time, Tiff. Like seriously, don't because. <sighs> Your life, you'll never get back. I gotta give him smoke, Alexis. I can't let him get away with that. Come on, <laughs> come on. No, he gotta he, get. The and the crowd was dead. Like when he first came out, you know, people were booing, but the more he kept going, it was just like there was no reaction. And I'm like, these people are pissed off because this is the first thing that's coming out on Raw. And that was the first thing they showed. That's or on SmackDown. Yeah, that's the first thing he came out and did his promo, oh. and he's dressed up like you know in his stuff, and he looks like a <laughs> goddamn Jack from Game of Thrones, <laughs> and he's like holding fucking dog shit bags, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm suing the WWE for emotional distress for the last ten minutes of my life that I'm never going to get back again for watching this bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I'm been, I'm watching that. I'm watching that tomorrow morning so I can give them all the smoke because that's gonna be funny. <laughs> I warned you. Oh God, I have to do it. I mean, I have to. He he he's gotta understand that that's just not gonna that's not gonna fly. And nobody can do commentary like me. So I have to do this. Lord. <laughs> Look at her. It's just fucking crazy. But yeah. But besides the spoilers, SmackDown as a whole was a good episode. So. Kudos to you guys for keeping the ratings up. True. Also, the Fiend attacked Daniel Bryan, which I don't know if that's going to be a thing because I'm going to be really mad because I wanted... I want it. I, I want it. I want Bray Wyatt and the Survivor Series match because I think that will be hilarious. Like watching Adam Cole react to that. Like, could you picture his face? Yes. That actually would be kind of fun. It'd be worth it. Just him being like, "What the fuck is this?" Yes. <laughs> like this is what you guys are doing up here. This. Is- <laughs> I don't know if they're going to do that or not, but it seems like they, like Cole is not going to be involved in any type of match against anybody from the main roster, which kind of saddens me. He might be As of right now, we don't know yet, but obviously they're still ironing out the um, teams and all that, but still. They've already said Rey Mysterio's match, which I was like, 
I'm kind of glad because I don't want to see Brock Lesnar bowl over to people that deserve better than that. I was kind of glad about that. But it would be interesting to see Cole and The Fiend go at it. Did you guys see that SpongeBob meme where it's like um, the two big fish and one of them's Lesnar and the other one's Bray? And then they're like, oh, and that little one's Cole. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's so freaking funny. I'm like, that is fucked up. But true. uh, That is true. It's absolutely true. Well, unfortunately, ladies and gents, we ran out of time. This episode that we are going to come out with next is going to cover AEW Full Gear, and it's also going to have the indie intake. So be on the lookout for that. Make sure you follow us on social media at Down for the Count 19 on Twitter and at D4TC underscore podcast on Instagram. Be sure if you want us to talk about certain topics, cover certain topics or certain people on our podcast don't forget to send us a dm or you can send us a voice message if you're listening here on anchor thank you so much and on behalf of nicole and alexis we're down for the count and we're going to see you guys next time